0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Alright,
2: welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. All right. Today, we're going to talk about 15 items to stockpile before the coming food shortage. Now, you're probably saying, well, Chuck, I, I don't even know if there is a coming food shortage. Well, there's always a coming food shortage is what I would tell you. But uh, no, what I'm talking about is uh, inflation and inflation is coming and I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, gas prices have been going up a little bit. I believe OPEC said they're cutting uh, oil production by 200 uh, million barrels a day. I think that's the number. Either way, it's 2% of the, uh, the world oil supply is being cut. And petroleum is used to make fertilizer. And also, I don't know if you guys know, but there is a uh, war going on over in uh, Ukraine. And this Ukraine turns out is a large food supplier. And it turns out it's not just, you're like, why well, eat meat? And that's not meat. And, but guess what meat eats? It eats grains and shit that come out of Ukraine. So, right. These are things um, oil comes out of Ukraine. A lot of this going on, it's things we need to prepare for. So, uh, basically, let's talk about it. Um, did you see? So, OPEC, they, they said, hey, we're cutting the oil production because Russia got together with them and, and they had a little talk. Mm-hmm. And our fearless leader, uh, Biden, goes over and is like, hey, you guys, um, you know what would be great? If you could just wait two months, you know, like maybe after November and then raise mm. gas prices. But that's what he asked for. He didn't say don't raise oil prices and screw us. Right. He said could you wait till after the election? Like he just Mm. said, wait, two months. I interpreted that as wait till after the election, but you know, whatever. Anyway, 15 items, Kevin, what is the most important thing that we need to stockpile if we are ready, uh, for basically food prices to go up, what would we be worried about?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, first off, I would start with things that, um, you know, I always see these uh, like food storage, um, food storage uh, lists and things like that shit you should store up and, and stuff you should hang on to, you know, get your canned vegetables and all that sort of stuff. But the, the, you know, the main thing you need to, we need to focus on is what's going to last forever. You know what I mean? What is, what are they going to be the long-term food? So let's just run through a list of stuff that you can get and you can store it and you don't have to worry about rotating your stock and all that sort of stuff. So uh, dried beans and dried rice are right at the top of the list. Now, you can't just, you know, buy them in the bag that they come in and, and expect expect that they, it's going to last forever. Yeah. Um, you know, beans and rice can get uh, insects in it and, and, you know, do damage to it even when it's stored. Um, a lot of people like to use those Mylar bags, and those are great because it doesn't get through there. Oxygen doesn't get in. You know, and it really stores them long term and it does a good job doing it. There's a lot of different ways you can store it, though. You can can rice, you can uh, can rice, you can can beans, all that sort of stuff. You just you want to have those oxygen absorbers for anything like that, that you're going to store dried. You know, um, that goes for, you know, it goes for, for anything that's that's freeze dried, like pastas and things like that, too. You want to the oxygen is what causes the the damage to that stuff, oxygen and, and moisturizer. So you want to just keep on top of your game when you're when you're packing your stuff, and if you do it right, you should be good for forever with that sort of stuff. Uh, another another uh, couple items are are pop tart or uh, popcorn. Sorry, uh, salt, I like sugar, okay. honey, vinegar, um, liquor, whiskey is a great a great prep. Uh, just heads up. Um, let's see, uh, instant coffee, soy sauce. Uh, Maple syrup. You know, a lot of this stuff is things that you can buy off the shelf and put it on your shelf and just keep it there and until you're ready to open it and use it. And I think, uh, you know, nobody wants to be eating rice and and honey for the rest of their lives, but you know, it'll keep you it'll keep you alive and moving. And those are things that you can set and forget. You know what I mean? You pack that, store it, get it in a five gallon drum, and set it up in in the basement somewhere. And you're going to be good and ready to go whenever whenever things get really uh, nasty out there. Now, a lot of people do other things like um, uh, Patriot Supply um, uh, MREs, and that sort of you know freeze dried food. Those are great, um, but you know you really want to pay attention to the price and the quality of those things. You're going to spend a lot of money for MREs, and and if you get my Patriot Supply, you'll you know you'll save some money. But it's not something you're really gonna want to eat, you know. And uh, you know, there's a there's a balancing act there with right. when it comes to that sort of stuff. I mean, do you really want to starve to death, or you really want to live, you know, without starving to death and all? You, but all you've got to eat is is rice. I'd fucking kill myself, well, you know.
2: Yeah, but wait, what if it's rice and whiskey? Mm. If you're like, oh, different story altogether, right? <laughs> Game changer, right? Uh huh. No, but there's there's I, I like to think, like you said, that that long-term food storage, uh, Legacy, uh, My Patriots, Ply, a lot of these companies, Augustine um, I, I Farms, uh, they might uh, be sponsoring this episode. I don't even know yet. Um, still waiting on some emails. So put a link in the bottom in the show notes. I'm just saying that could be helping out. Uh-huh. But anyway, these things – they're good for the stuff that you want to cash the stuff that you want to bury and save or or have in that hidden closet that set it and forget it there's a lot of things like that where you can put it away and never have to look at again then you have a whole stock that you need to rotate and and go through um the big thing is is what do we need now right so Obviously, if you have and you're trying to focus on immediate and right now and you're new to prepping and this is like a basic, hey, I'm just getting started. This is overwhelming. I don't want to get scared and, and you know, blow my five grand that I have. And I'm worried about inflation and every penny I have would be caught up in in survival food and, and stuff like that. Don't panic. We're not there yet. We don't need to panic. We do need to start taking action though. And what I would say is if you have money, we're going to go through and give you a nice list of, of things that you need to be buying. But if you don't, let's, let's, these are, you know, Kevin just went through a big tear of uh, items that you should be picking up extra. But how about when you go to the store, you buy an extra, you know, you buy two items instead of one um, mm-hmm. with certain things, you know, you, you're like, Hey, you know, I'm getting kind of low on honey. Let me buy another honey to put on the shelf. Um, guess what? You're at Sam's Club, 25-pound bag of rice, Costco, wherever you go, you know, wherever you buy bulk. I, I, Walmart, right? Everybody can go to Walmart, and they have big bags of rice. Um, Five-gallon bucket at Lowe's. You put the rice in there, pack it up, get as much air out, because you load it up as much as you can. You seal that up. That's going to last two, three I gotta say, I've I've kept them as long as five years and not seen anything in it. Um, I, I know uh, Mayhem uh, Mayhem Country Living is that what it is? Mm-hmm. And I, I always get confused, but Mayhem Country Living did a video on freezing the stuff before you pack it up and killing the uh, the insects and things like that. That seemed to work out really well, and he had good results with that. Um, You may want to check that out and too much honey. You can make mead that that's an option, right? Never. Um, But so the bottom line is you buy a couple of extra items each time and you start putting away. The idea is to start somewhere, start doing, you know how, when you start a savings account or whatever as a child and you're like, Oh, I put a dollar in there. I have a dollar. But after five weeks, you have $5. And you're like, oh, that's that's getting to be something. You know, maybe as a grown-up, maybe it's $50 a week and you have 250 after, you know, a couple months or whatever. You know what I mean. I can do math, but you know, a month and a quarter there, whatever. But it, it adds up. And that's right. the thing. You keep going and and building. And that's what you need to do. You need to start, but you need to start practical things that are gonna last a little bit but things that are going to work. So in a perfect world, we do the long-term food storage. We get a decent, probably, I, I would say expensive food storage, long-term stuff, stuff that's going to last 25 years. I would look at, I would want six months for my family. And mm-hmm, that's a, right. a ridiculous amount of money. All right. That is, that's a lot I understand of food, that. Right. It's a lot of food. It's a lot of money. So I wouldn't go crazy. I wouldn't run out and do that in a day. That's something you plan and save up for. That's an ideal situation. That stuff I would have hidden somewhere, whether it's cached and buried, whether it's in some kind of secret hiding place. But I would have that. Then I would move in to my rotatable stuff. And these are your things like rice. Um and, and your honey and that kind of thing. These are things that are going to last a bit longer, but you still need to be checking on it and rotating through it. I actually buy 25 pound bags of rice and I actually use 25 pound bags of rice. I know that mm-hmm. sounds insane, but it's true. Um, my, my family, the way we cook, we do things, we set it aside. Now mind you, I'm not eating a lot of the rice, but people in my house are. And so that works out great. Um, there's other things that are great belly fillers that will last a good two years. Um, I know at Sam's club. I buy like the big bulk, uh, um, pancake mix, right? That stuff, you can fill a lot of bellies and a lot of calories. Uh, the one that I get there doesn't require eggs. However, I have chickens. I can add eggs to that and even thicken it up and end up the protein but it makes it so that my kids aren't eating eggs every morning. Right. They might have right. something different. Um, you know, or basically I can have pancakes for lunch or for dinner and eggs for breakfast or vice versa. You know, you have options. Um, right. But you have something you, you yeah. look like you're, you're trapped uh-huh. there.
1: Well, I heard somebody, uh, somebody was talking about, uh, coffee. Christopher was talking about coffee. Um, right coffee is one of those tricky things, not really great, great for long-term storage. Yes, you can get coffee and stick it in your freezer and it'll last forever. But, uh, you know, hypothetically, you might not have freezer space and you might not have a working freezer that's going to, you know, that's going to be running all the time for the next 15, 20 years. So uh, one of the terrible options is instant coffee. You can get instant coffee and it lasts forever. Keep it sealed up and it'll, it'll last, you know, 15 years you can open that thing up and it'll still be still be shitty instant coffee but it'll be coffee and it's better than drinking tea like uh like those terrible people on the other side of the ocean but it is something you can do and you can uh you know you can really you can have your coffee as long as you need it and i i stock up on instant coffee you know personally i i you know i have it and i use it if i'm in a rush i use it you know Put a little, yeah. like uh, like you said, put a little bit of whiskey in there, and it'll taste just like regular shitty coffee. Yeah, see, I, I see this chicory root uh, as a sub for coffee, and you can do that, and it, it, it's mediocre. It's not not awful, but right. it's not coffee, and it's, it's, about not as, coffee. it's probably about as good as instant coffee is. So uh, both of those are, are pretty good options. All
2: right. Now, nobody likes the British and, like you said, confuse people in their tea, but... Mm-hmm. I have put the wife in charge of figuring out some kind of plants she can be growing that we can make tea and and things out of. So far, she hasn't come back with anything that I want to drink every morning. I'm just saying, I'm sticking with the. Oh uh, well, let me now.
1: let me give you a heads up. I've been I've been drying uh, all my lemon balm out, hanging it up, yeah. and drying it. That's pretty good. It's not not tea, but you can mix it in with tea and and you know kind of stretch that tea a little bit further. Now, tea yeah. if you keep it in a dry good spot you got about two years for it it's really not a okay. long-term item you know what i mean it's it's something that if you have in your house and the lights go out that's great but you have to keep rotating through that that tea in the meantime you know that's something that you want to keep up on if, if you're really in the tea
2: right Yeah. exactly um tea there's i don't know there there's a million places to start here with this the uh I also like, um, the morning beverage. I actually have a bunch of, uh, I black rifle has those pretty well vacuum packed bags of coffee Mm -hmm. and they sell big, like five pound bags. And I threw those in five gallon buckets with, you know, some moisture packs and whatever. But again, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to keep, you know, I know my, my Patriot supply does sell the bulk freeze dried coffee. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. Um, I do know that you can turn over a lot of stuff like the pancake mix, the rice, the stuff like that, canned meats, that kind of stuff. You can buy, rebuy that like five times and not have that 25-year shelf life. You know what I'm saying? For the same amount of money that you pay for the long-term food. So right now, it's pretty realistic that food prices are going to go up. Um, it's pretty realistic to think, Hey, I'm going to probably be able to use some of this stuff. And guess what? I may be able to trade or barter if money's tight with this food, or I just might be able to, you know, help out a friend. Right. I might right. be able to say, Hey, you know, you came over and, and did this work for me. How about I give you a 25 pound bag of rice? Cause money's tight and you know, Hey, that, that helps out. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of thing, you know, or, Hey, you know, I have an extra five pounds of coffee and it expires in the next three months. I feel like I don't want to keep it any longer. Let me help you out with that. You have coffee and don't have to spend $50 a month on coffee like I do. And Mm -hmm. you can, uh, you know, move on. So these are things you want to be looking at, but, uh, there's some other things that are outside the basic food preps, right? So we have, we have rice, we have pancake mix. I buy syrup. syrup does not last it, it lasts like a year and a half, two years if you buy that corn syrup bullshit that you know it's not as pretty before it starts right. to get a little funny. Would I still eat it at three years if that's all I had? Yeah, I would, but yeah. you know I mean it's it something is one of those want things to think that about.
1: right it'll last a lot longer if you have it sealed up. you know an open container of of maple syrup that's not really maple syrup isn't you know it's going to go bad a lot faster. Um, Right. But keeping it sealed is a a big, and I would say that with most food products, you know, the longer you can keep it sealed up in the original container, the better, unless the original container is is not great. Like, uh, like most bags of rice and things like that, you know, you might want to repackage some of that stuff. Uh, Same thing with honey. I wouldn't open that up until you're, you know, until you're really getting, getting ready to use it. And, you know, it just goes, you know, you, just air in, in your food. That's the main thing.
2: Right. And once you expose it to bacteria, that kind of stuff, then, you know, that's what you, you know, you're asking for trouble, but Mm -hmm. again, you you do what you got to do. So there's a couple of things outside the food that you might want to store in order to prepare for a coming food shortage. And that's, it's kind of a, you know, contradiction, but it makes sense. You know, this is how we prepare. Um, One you might want to think about getting some cash, silver, gold coins, that kind of thing, keep right. it on hand. Cash so that when things start to get ugly, you can go to the store. Um, you can do that kind of thing. Ammo. Um, ammo, brass primers, all that stuff has come back down a little bit to reasonable. Not cheap, but reasonable prices where you might want to think about, you know, doing that right now, you might want to stock up a little bit. If I didn't have my food situation squared away, I probably wouldn't be moving into the ammo situation right now. Um, right. I would focus on food first. But if I'm like, you know what, Chuck, my, my food supply is all pretty good. I'm pretty squared away. I really need to know what I should be doing. Well, guess what? One, you should have a couple grand in cash, like 2000 set aside. Now, if the world you live in that's completely unrealistic, maybe that number is 500 you set aside. And maybe it takes right. you a couple of months to get it there, but you just put aside a little bit every month and, you know, hey, $200 a month until you build up into a, a reasonable stockpile of money. Having money on hand is nice. Plus, when you see, hey, that four wheeler is on Facebook yard sale for 1200 bucks. and that's a steal because it's four wheel drive, you're like, hey, I have money in the safe. I'll be right over there in 10 minutes. Right. See? I'm making your world a better place right now. Um, Another thing you might want to consider stockpiling is gas, kerosene, propane, diesel. Don't let your propane tank get empty. Don't, you know, if you have some for the grill or if you use it for your heat, that kind of thing, keep it on the fuller end because prices are only going up. Gas. Now gas doesn't keep that well. Think about stable. Think about rotating it through. Um, Right. Six months to a year, if you keep the cans full, where um, basically the reason I say keep the cans full is you'll get humidity and condensation will get in there and that moisture will start to mess things up. Uh, But if you keep the can full, there's a lot less of that going on. Um, Something to be aware of. But if you're rotating through gas once a year, that's no problem. Um, You don't even really need to worry about stable at that point. Uh, right, you right. should believe it or not. If for storage you want non-ethanol gas, although I've heard mixed reviews on that, um, mm-hmm. the ethanol tends to go bad. I've heard people say the exact opposite. Do your own research. I know I go with non-ethanol if I'm trying to keep it. Right. Um. Uh. I would say uh, propane or sorry, uh, diesel diesel and kerosene one kerosene is super universal if you can buy it for about the same price as diesel you may want to go that way uh what happens with kerosene is you don't pay the over the road tax because you're not putting it in a vehicle typically um check your vehicle see if it's you know kerosene is an option for again an emergency situation when things aren't available maybe that's you know another way you could go um But kerosene will store longer, but diesel, as long as you don't have it in freezing temperatures where it might gel up, diesel will last a good year and a half. Um, I, I, you know, that's something, again, you should be rotating through. Uh, I know I keep several cans for my tractor where I could, I basically keep a year's supply of diesel for my tractor and I rotate it Mm -hmm. through. And so that way it's never more than a year old. I keep it in the barn. It doesn't get that cold in there. Um, That's another thing. Now, another thing you might want to consider would be some storage items, things that you could keep your your food and stuff. Find a place that has the cheap five-gallon buckets and lids and that kind of thing. Buy several. Buy the plastic storage totes that you can cash items. Again, your budget is going to dictate, you know, what kind of quality and what kind of things you get, but something that's going to keep the mice out of your toilet paper is going to be better than, you know, not spending any money and then coming out and finding all your stuff is useless or pulling up that bag of rice and it falls out and you see mouse poop all in it. You know, that's not the way to go. Kevin, more thoughts?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about, uh, talk about seed storage. Um, yeah. You know, we get into, we get into these, uh, head spaces of, of storing food and storing, you know, storing different things, but we're not, we're not playing next year. Um, I know this year I had an issue. Uh, I wasn't able to grow any spinach this year cause I couldn't find any spinach seeds anywhere, which is right. ridiculous. I can find them now. And so I bought them and I have them for next year. Right. Um, but a lot of people were gardening this year, and they kind of there was kind of a run on seeds when things started coming out. So you there was you didn't have you know every option available that you normally would. So right, you know, seed storage and gardening those are both you know big parts of uh, of food storage. Um, you know, <clears throat> I know right now, I I haven't even planted potatoes, but I have potatoes growing in my compost bin. You know, those are those are great things because they can stay in the ground. You can dig those up whenever. You know, same thing with carrots. You can dig that up in the middle of winter, and it'll still be a carrot. Pull it out of there and, and you know, throw it in the soup. You're ready to go, ready to party. A lot of these things are um, – a lot of these things, you know, people, people talk about foraging. Uh, some are really good at that, really good at, at spotting and identifying plants and and grabbing them. And you know mushrooms, different things wait, that's a great skill to have, uh, but growing your own food you know will really help you out as far as you being able to pick out what you want to grow and know what it is that's growing there. You know what I mean uh, A lot of people can walk rest a potato plant or a carrot and not even realize what's growing right there you know yeah if if you've if you're doing the gardening and you, you grow these vegetables you'll start seeing these vegetables growing wild, you know, and you'll get a better idea of what's edible and and what's not edible.
2: Right. No, I like it. Now, if you're enjoying these pro tips that Kevin's got for you, and and I have a good one coming up next, but you may want to like and subscribe if you guys haven't done that. Um, You may want to subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on the podcast or the YouTube channel here. Just saying. That's options you guys might have. So just just putting that out there. You know, you all might want to, uh, you know, do that kind of thing. But um, anyway, here's a pro tip that you guys have been waiting for. Apocalypse happens, end of the world. You're like, you know, I didn't listen to Kevin and Chuck and I did not stockpile any seeds. Where am I going to get any? Well, I used to work at the sewer plant with Kevin mm-hmm. and that is a gold mine of seeds all the time. Those tomatoes were just popping up right out of the booze. Pro yeah, tip: They grow in human shit really well. Human shit. You're like, wait, there were tomatoes there the whole time. And you know, they come with <laughs> that tomatoes flavor. and half pop know. plants, pop plants. Well, that's where you yeah, live you for know, you. Kids that it. are
1: listening marijuana used to have seeds in it it would come with seeds in the bag back in the day and you you would and people would flush those down the toilet all you you kids with your brownies and your and your fancy shit today you know yeah uh it's they're killing
2: me right um just saying putting that out there so that's the pro tip check out your local sewer plan if you guys need uh seeds um what else uh so what other kind of food what would you be storing Kevin? Is there, there any other that you really like? I mean, I know we, we saw a big shortage on bread. Um, so flour doesn't keep that well. Um, again, that's where your mylar bags come into play. Uh, again, the freezing kind of helps with, uh, getting rid of any bugs, mylar bags, then five gallon buckets, uh, is a tough one to store sugar and salt tough ones to store. Um, especially salt always comes in those freaking cardboard boxes. Mm -hmm. And if there's any kind of humidity or anything like that, it just freaking that turns into a mess. So if you can find salt in a great storage container, even better. I mean, obviously we see the small plastic containers. Those are great, but it gets expensive to buy it that way. Um, they do sell big plastic bags of salt, but bottom line, look around. Uh, if you do have a place that you look, you do like curing meat and that kind of thing, there are places that sell the big bulk bags and they're intended to be stored of salt. Mm-hmm. You might do well with that. Um, again, if you're willing to pay more money, depends, you know, what your world's made of, but uh, they sell sugar in these plastic containers um, mm-hmm. that you can do. And that's great, but you pay like three times as much. So if you can come up with your own plastic containers, shit i mean honestly if you cleaned and dried you could do gallon milk jugs and fill them with sugar out of a paper bag and store Mm -hmm. those you would be a world better than you know somebody else who didn't store any um right because sugar flour that kind of stuff is going to be awesome in the end of the world you might want to work that out with your flour i i don't know you'd have to have it like really clean and it, it sounds tough but look into that um I would also say yeast. Yeast was a big thing when COVID hit. When nobody was able to get bread, um, that was a huge thing. And it just wasn't available anywhere. That's something you want to set aside and store. And Kevin will mention, you know, he carries some yeast in his armpit all the time. Because, you all know, you keep it to warm, go. you keep it growing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess... What you learned that at some kind of uh like Renaissance fair or something, you found out that's what they used to do in, in yesteryear. Mm-hmm. It, it turned out the baker would go from town to town and keep the yeast in his armpit, and and that was you know another secret of the pros. So I'm just saying you got to keep your options open. Um, I would also say that, um, I would look into uh animals animals are another great option for the you know inflation right so if I have chickens throwing out eggs though again you kind of got a free range because these chickens are not that cheap to uh to um to right. feed right feed is is expensive and it can kick your ass so you gotta pay attention to what you're doing but if you can like my wife loves to throw out lots of feed we have bat chickens. And they're Mm -hmm. just like living the life of Riley. Right. But in a perfect world, you should have scrawny chickens that are just laying eggs every year. And they should be eating the bugs and the ticks and the everything else instead of the nice corn and shit you feed them. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think that's a, that's a, 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 a a big step of pro tip for anybody, anybody that's got space. Chickens are really easy really easy to take care of especially if they're free range and you don't, don't mind uh you know a fox snatching one or two every once in a while it happens if, if you're going to free range there's that stuff outside that that loves to eat chickens but there you know the amount of eggs that I I have I'm going getting eggs every week and it's only me and my wife you know what i mean we, there's no way i can eat all these eggs and um it's it's great right now. I can just you know give them neighbors. Everybody everybody loves getting free eggs. But uh, when when the time comes, and all I've got is, eggs, it's a lot better to have a couple of eggs. You know, yeah. Uh, goats are another one. I I I, I have never raised a goat. I've had goats on a. I lived on a farm with goats. That somebody there. They're great animals. They eat. um, they're they're smart like dogs. You know, they're fun animals to, to have around. Uh, and they produce a lot of milk and, you know, goat meat is, is really, it's one of my favorite, my favorite type.
2: Goat meat is, is and, really you know, just good. That um, yeah, no, that's definitely a uh, way to go there. Um, yeah. Rabbits. You guys know, I'm always pushing rabbits. Kevin threw a little tribute in his name there. Uh,
1: yeah. One but, thing uh, I, one thing I want to, I got to put out here cause <sighs> I'm just, I'm just, fucking sick of it. Every fucking time somebody makes rabbits, everybody starts talking about rabbit starvation. Oh, rabbit starvation. You gotta watch out for, for rabbit starvation. You know what else causes you to starve? Not having any rabbits at all. Rabbit starvation comes when you're not get the appropriate amounts of, of fat and oils. You can do that with a million other things and still get uh, belly full of protein. Rats are a yeah. great survival food and yeah. uh, everybody Everyone acts like it's like you're gonna die if you eat rabbits it's not the case rabbits no, are fine no. a lot of them they right. produce they they just they're just having babies non-stop you know always right and that, you know what I mean they reproduce like you know they they're just just great for that sort of stuff and like rabbits. and yes it's true that if you yeah. don't eat anything except for rabbits for months you can still starve yes. to death but that is true you, you're not you got to find yourself in many situations where the only food you have is rabbit for months on end.
2: Yeah, but here's the deal. You have the option of no rabbits and no other food or rabbits and no other food. I like the rabbit option. Um, right. I think that actually came from uh, I, I actually saw it back when it happened. Uh, I, I want to say the first time that kind of became a big push, it was like, Bear Gryllis or that Survivor Man show, one of those way back, he was out there and he's like, well, you know, you can't just eat rabbit. And actually, he didn't even say that. He was like, look, if you eat just rabbit meat, you're going to die. You're going to still starve to death because you're not getting the fat. So I recommend eating the eyeballs and some of the other organs because that'll give you the fat and then it works out. But everyone's like, "Oh nope!" I heard him say it, and I mean, he drinks his own pee, so we're good, right? He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And I say, "Does he know what he's doing?" I I like that chubby guy who said that old man who had a show just like that. Is that Survivor Man or one of them? There was another guy who's like, I don't remember. He's not drinking his own pee. This uh, there was another guy at the same time. I don't know, and he was just like, "Yeah, you know, I, I get some of this, I get some of that." But the bottom line is rabbits reproduce like crazy, and they're a great added meat supply. Guess what? Turns out if you stockpile some like chicken bouillon and some rice and you had some rabbits, guess what? You'd be living pretty fucking good. That's yeah, what I'm saying. large.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Things would be a lot better, right, than if you didn't have rice, rabbit meat. And guess what you could trade for all kinds of good stuff? Rabbit meat. Turns out right. people would be into that. I'm just saying cheap, easy to to you know raise, easy to deal with. rabbits are awesome and my wife is ecstatic about rabbit poop um, she's like oh I can compost that that's gonna be great you know use it in the garden whatever
1: mm-hmm. uh, you know
2: yeah. it's that's the kind of thing you got to realize that you know this stuff has if you use the whole animal plus the furs, if you figure out what you're doing there, um, turns out you can do a lot of cool things, right? You can use every part of the animal. Turns out it's great for the planet instead of all this bullshit that everybody's like, Oh, you know, if we, we eat meat, it's going to be the end of the world. Well, you know, m- maybe that's ridiculous. All right. That's all I can tell you. Um, a couple of notes. I said, OPEC was, uh, going to cut back 200 million barrels a day. It's 2 million barrels a day, which is still okay. 2% of the world's oil supply. I just, I I don't want to put out false information that already <clears throat> did, but now I'm making the correction. So y'all can All stay right. calm. Um, Africa was having a big drought. Uh, a lot of people, climate change. Uh, turns out, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but you've heard about companies can't find good employees. Now I also want to point out companies aren't paying relative to inflation. And that's why they can't find good employees, because everyone's like, yeah, I can just not work and and be just as good. So something to think about. But there is a lot of things going on in the world that are going to drive prices up and cut food production down. And I'm just saying it's coming back. Uh, You know, I started to mention in the beginning of the episode, uh, we have uh, the national debt is insane, right? We're over 30 trillion dollars. And basically the production of goods were're not keeping up. Now what's ironic is is the Federal Reserve is keeping the interest rate at five percent or around there. The bottom line, that's actually not even where it should be. We're so upside down with inflation that we really need to raise it even higher to kind of bring things back into check and reality. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that because we'd all freak out. Well, but the problem is they're basically protecting themselves. And here's the bigger secret that nobody wants you to know is if inflate, if the interest rate goes up even higher, we can't afford our debt right now. They're loaning themselves money based on nothing at a 1% interest rate. If it just went up to 2%, we couldn't afford to pay it. That's Uh how insane that is. So they're trying to keep interest rates down to keep the illusion going. And I'm just saying inflation is coming and you guys need to prepare. You need to have your things in order. And the best way to have things in order, we can only get so much money, right? We can only bring in so much. But what you can do is you can find ways to take care of yourself. You can find ways to raise your own stuff, to be – you know that's what we're always trying to do is become more self-sufficient and that's what it comes down to is can i take care of myself and guess what when you can take care of yourself you don't need the government and that's really what it comes down to is to get to a point where we don't need the government now right obviously you know they can go out and we can have policemen and that'll be great but you get the idea now if you enjoyed this do us a favor like subscribe to the podcast again. Um, I would, uh, and you know, to the YouTube comments, we love to hear them. They also actually help spread the word, uh, cause mm-hmm. it ends up growing the, uh, credibility. So if you have something to say, definitely, you know, feel free to reach out. Uh, you can email us at prepping badass at gmail.com. Uh, we do respond to emails. Uh, you also may want to, uh, Check out our website, it's prepping com, And there we have a link to the uh, to the podcast. We also have some badass gear. We have some cool shirts, we have some cool things that you could be wearing, help support the brand, you know, help build the popularity. Um, you also we have an email list you can sign up. Turns out Facebook, YouTube, they don't like guys who talk about guns, they don't like guys who kind of are anti-government they're always kind of it's especially facebook is always kind of put the hammer down and be like oh you guys are just spreading fear and you know they're trying to shut us down so if you want to stay connected you probably want to get on the email list and sign up over there otherwise i would say "Oh, what
1: got one more thing uh before we wrap go ahead but yeah uh talking about food and food storage and stuff I, i just wanted to um Wanted to touch, I uh, want to talk real quick about one of my favorite recipes. Um, Ooh. we got different you know, stuff in here, so so uh, listen up, you can try this this weekend. Um, so you're gonna want to start with uh, four chicken thighs, right? And you're gonna marinate it, you're gonna marinate it for about a half hour with uh, with NyQuil. You're gonna want to get the cherry flavored NyQuil, and then you yeah. put it in a cooking dish 50 for three minutes. With aluminum foil over the top, you're going to wait until that NyQuil gets, like, real thick, you know, real thick and syrupy. And then, uh, and then, uh, you know, you take it out. Everybody gets one chicken breast. If you get a little bit sleepy, that's normal. It's got the um, chicken has that stuff that, that uh, turkey has in it. They, that's probably where it's coming from. But, um, you know, I like to add a little bit of clove in there. Uh, it gives it a nice, nice flavor. Um, You know, cooking tip, pro tip from me.
2: That's all I got for the day. All right. So, with that, stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week.
1: The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self Defense Radio Network. Mm